It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Did you hear the one about the old lady and the turtle? Mm-hmm. Nurse has unprotected sex and is fired for it. Oh. Mississippi woman gets all dream-stabby. The founders have a new way to get to the Alpha Quadrants. And McDonald's may be dangerous to your health, but not in the way you think. And giant 33-meter-wide concrete vagina in Brazil sparks outclass... Out... Sparks clash. <laughs> out, I said outcry. I was me. I wanted to say outcry because that's that's what people do. They cry out. But no, it sparks clash between right and left wing politicians. A thirty three meter wide vagina. I didn't know your mama went to Brazil. Ooh. I bet that thing's like throwing a hot dog truck down a concrete vagina. Well, Christ the Redeemer met the art piece on Monument Tinder. Reports say he may be the son of God, but even he can't find the three-meter clitoris. Well, much like the Amazon rainforest getting a full Brazilian, all the bush has been cleared from this sculpture as well. And after the soccer team visited, the Amazon is no longer the wettest thing in Brazil. (laughs) Sculpture like soccer players, eh? (laughs) Well, maybe the soccer players really like the sculpture. (laughs) Oh, I see. We got a little... uh... (laughs) Uh, I didn't think of it that way. But. Oh. <laughs> That's immediately how I thought of it. It was them just piled up around the thing going to town. <laughs> there's a picture of it on there's it's a big it's shiny and red, like like dark red kind of. Well, it just got visited by the entire soccer team. <laughs> Maybe a little inflamed. A little raw. Oh jeez. <laughs> need some uh need some uh, aloe or something. Is it safe to put aloe on a on a vulva? I I don't know. I'm sure they have some. Is it, sort of... is it any worse than apple cider vinegar? I don't think you're supposed to put that there either. Are I you? Feel like that's a thing. Like there's this whole like apple cider vinegar cult. Oh, well, they think it'll it'll um, um yeah, it cleans cure it out anything. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll clean you out, all right. Yeah, that or it helps you make uh, apple fritters. <laughs> No, it's yeasty bread. <laughs> well, I'm sure sometimes they use yeast in apple fritters. Maybe. Do they? I don't know. Is that a yeasty bread? No, I don't think fritters is a yeasty bread. Boy, this is loud. Just, they just use baking soda? Mm-hmm. What do you got there? Some straight water? Straight up water. Straight up water. Oh, yeah, not, straight it's up. It's not a night for drinking, Jeff. It isn't? Why not? No. Oh, wait, no, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Whew, it is for me. <laughs> well, that's any night. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but and, now and I have an excuse. Day. Yeah. It's after 6 p.m. Some, somewhere. <laughs> 4 p.m.? I don't know. What time is the drinking time? Uh, 5 o'clock is what they say. Oh, is it? What about brunch? That's pre-five. Yeah. I, I think you can just, if you're an adult, just drink whenever you want. Just drink responsibly. Drink responsibly? And if you have a problem, well, you might go to jail for it. <laughs> You know what you don't go to jail for? What's that? Storming the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> they let you just walk right out of that. So I believe by now our listeners will have heard the news that happened by the time they're listening to this yesterday. I mean, I can't imagine there's anyone who's heard the news hasn't heard the news by like right now as we're recording. It. Well, that's true. Yeah, unless they've been. Sleeping. I mean, it's been going on for like eight hours. <laughs> right. So I had the. Uh, I was teaching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, one o'clock is the time when the, you know, they're going to start doing the certification. So I had it open in a tab because I teach social studies and mm-hmm. thought if anything interesting came up, I could flip over to the tab and share it with my students. And it turns out we study American history. Something is- uh, interesting came up. <laughs> not in the first 30 minutes or so. Oh, OK. Uh, so they were just kind of doing some boring speeches. So I just kind of I muted it and just kept doing my teaching because I have a class sure. uh, that also starts at one. Uh and I was like, oh, you know, if I, if anything, you know, they were doing showing people coming in and like all that kind of boring stuff. Uh, and then my class ends at uh, by two. And so I just had it on mute until two. And they're still doing speeches. And I switched over to my other computer and they're doing speeches. And suddenly it all stops. And I was like, what is going on? And then so I started texting you and uh, our friend Eric and my wife were all in the group text. I was like, something's going on, guys. Yeah. And I turned on the uh, I turned on MSNBC immediately, and then there they were. There they were storming the Capitol. 
So uh, I think Wolf Blitzer <laughs> said there there's closed circuit TV all over the Capitol and all over D.C. And these people are stupid enough to think that they're not going to get arrested and go to prison. <laughs> and then I'm they like, just yeah. let them walk out the door. Right. The police were holding the door open and letting them leave. Like, they should have all been arrested. I just saw, hot off the press, a video on Twitter. I'll tweet it to you, Jason. Of um, I'm not on Twitter. I'm doing a break. Oh, well, I'll send it to you via uh, carrier pigeon well, then. The, <laughs> so I, I, I stopped doing a break last night because of the Georgia election. I wanted to see, you know, the analysis from the data analysis guys I follow. So I sure. stopped my break yesterday. And then, you know, the OSIF race hadn't been called yet. So I kind of was checking in a little bit today. And then, of course, everything breaks loose. Uh, and so I have been doom scrolling. Doom scrolling is that's not good. You know, they called the OSIF thing during the whole siege. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you're calling it. The insurrection. What They're calling it a bunch of different terms. I don't know what, what it is. Well, Mitt Romney called it an insurrection. And if Mitt Romney can call it that then then i'm gonna call it that too right i'm gonna call them my nemesis <laughs> and then you can call it first contact <laughs> <We're good. laughs> star trek jokes <laughs> so uh what i was saying was um it, this video of the the police very clearly opening the gates for the protesters now i don't know where this is because oh yeah, yeah yeah that's on the uh that's on the west side kind of the, the southwest side okay yeah. So the police are there, and then all of a sudden they just they all start walking with them. Yeah, taking taking like pictures with them, like these guys, these guys. So there's some pictures of them in the chamber, and one guy clearly has a gun on his hip, like in a holster, oh. and he's carrying the the like zip tie handcuff things. Like clearly they were intending on taking hostages. Oh, oh, one of the protesters had the zip tie things. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Protest, like zip tie things and a gun like they were there and and the planning this like they're very open on their social media ridiculous websites where they talk about this shit they talked about taking hostages they talked about killing democratic lawmakers wow and the police let them in the building not so like i i can't even deal i cannot even deal right but can't say i'm surprised like, I'm like, well, I guess, like, like whoa. I was like, whoa, this is crazy, like, because it's never happened. But I'm not surprised it has happened. Uh, it's you know happened once. Go on. Uh, in 1814, the British stormed the Capitol building and burned it down. Oh, yeah. So that's the company they're keeping. Oh, well, they should have the lit fire to it. The two times that the Capitol has been invaded like this, uh, the British burning it down and the maggots being idiots the british were still salty about um losing the revolutionary war i assume well to be fair we did start the war of 1812 we've started every war since the revolutionary war have we not uh we didn't start world war ii no that's true <laughs> we, we didn't start world war one oh, okay yeah that's true we kind of got pulled into those ones yeah uh, but the other ones we did i mean we intentionally started the mexican-american war the oh, president yeah. was like we want that land let's fight them <laughs> And whereas with the French, we were just like, we'll, we'll buy it from you for about 20 bucks. Well, when they went, they were just trying to buy the city of New Orleans. Hmm. They're like, hey, let's keep, see if you can buy New Orleans. And so they went and they're like, hey, can we buy New Orleans? And Napoleon was like, uh, how about you take the whole fucking thing? Because it's useless to me right now and I need the cash. And they're like, uh, OK. Right. Like they weren't even they weren't even charged with that ability and they're just like this is too good of a deal we we have to buy it right now and when they came back you know thomas jefferson was a big constitutionalist and you know there's nowhere in the constitution that says they can do that uh and so he's like having this internal struggle of like oh i should hate this but it's such a good deal and i want it <laughs> i had to buy it it was on sale <laughs> that's a very me thing to do it's like these knives were like 80 percent off i had to get them. well i wanted new ni new knives anyway you know gotta get new knives yeah we're, we're in the market at some point and uh it's such a good deal it was woost off wait you're talking about real stuff now uh yeah actually that's how i got my knives oh how was your week 
Uh, well, no, this isn't recent. Oh, flip. Okay. 11 years ago. But, oh, uh, my week is, you know, <laughs> it's it's going. We started back at school this week. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and so that's like, uh, and we're going back in person next week. So yeah. on Monday, uh, I will be back teaching in person, which is not great, but the numbers are a bit lower than they were when we closed. Yeah, because so I guess that's positive, but also they were higher than they should have been. So, eh. right. Well, I, I hear I've read that they're um, they're finished with the phase one vaccinations of all the old people. So now the teachers are next, which is interesting because my grandma hasn't gotten a vaccine yet. I would say what now? She hasn't gotten a vaccine yet. Oh. I mean, we've only given out like four hundred thousand vaccines in Michigan. Well, she doesn't. Well, I. But she's not in a nursing home, so right. maybe that's right. The thing. Not in a home. So maybe she's not she'll a be part nurse. of the phase two. She's not frontline, and she's not old. Maybe it's and teachers and like sixty-five plus, and those people. Yeah. One. So I hear one that's B. coming soon. Yeah. In our in our staff meeting today, they let us know that our insurance will be covering it. Ooh. So we're all good. That's nice. Like, cool. They also let us know that we're not required to get it, but they. They do recommend that we do. Jeez, I would say you're not required to get it, but don't come back to work until you do. <laughs> well, there's uh, like nursing homes. There's these they're like 60% of the staff is like, I'm not going to get that. It's like, well, then you shouldn't be allowed to work there. Uh, yeah, seriously. Especially given some of the updates we're going to do today. <laughs> yeah. Just, just saying. Well, uh, if there are any yeah, nurses so, out there that are listening, please go get vaccinated. Oh, I, you know, I know some nurses who have already gotten vaccinated. Good. Well, I also know a nurse who was supposed to get vaccinated and then like got COVID the day they were supposed to get vaccinated. Oh, so, yeah, that sucked. Well, no bueno. No. Uh, but yeah, so I'm teaching again. We're about halfway through the week and it's, you know, it's going all right. Whatever. Uh, very thrilled about what happened in Georgia. Uh uh-huh uh-huh so so happy you're talking Uh, about the possum drop right for the new year absolutely it was fantastic loved it (laughs) swung the thing around it fell right no no i'm talking about uh our new senator alex warnock and asa warnock the first african-american senator from georgia i believe that's nuts that that hasn't happened yet and even even more so the second african-american senator elected from the south since reconstruction wonder why that is (laughs) gee i don't know (laughs) maybe uh, can we check with our correspondent in the capitol right now oh oh, sorry he's been chased away by white supremacists Uh, okay got it wonder what that was Hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's going. That, that that's basically been my week. Oh, we did a cooking class. Yeah, that yeah. you got to join with us. Thank you very much. It course. was so nice. Uh, got to make some. Uh, so did you put? Por- so we did dumplings. Yeah. Uh, did you put pork in your dumplings? I don't under. So tell me why you don't like pork. I just don't like how pork tastes. You just don't like the taste of it. Fair enough. No. Nope. I love pork, and I I um, was a huge you know huge bacon fan. Um, I do like bacon. Okay. I do like bacon. But I never really liked it in the way that I had it in like a pork roast or like pork ribs or anything mm-hmm. like that until I got older and realized that I just had never had it the way that I wanted it cooked. <laughs> so that's it's good to me now, but it, bad cooked pork tastes gross to me. It tastes a little um, manure-y almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this this was good. I liked it a lot. Yep. So we did that. It was fun. We're doing another one this weekend. Um, where they're going to be teaching us how to do teriyaki chicken with homemade teriyaki sauce. That sounds good. Uh, udon and Asian green beans. Ooh. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Very nice. And then in a few weeks, we're going to do another dumpling class with a woman from Japan who's going to Skype to us with a personal, just us and her, She's gonna teach us how to make homemade dumplings, also. Oh, that's neat! I'll bet you'll be able to yeah. see all the all the folds and all the tricks and stuff. So here's the thing: if we like it, she does some other classes, and we probably could rope more people in uh, because she just kind of does a per person thing, and it's not expensive. No, oh, well, I'd like to be roped in. Yeah. So if we like it, we'll let you know, and then uh, we'll uh, maybe do some other cooking classes. Yeah, it sounds good. How was your week? Well. Uh, as you know, I went to Texas, and I came I back. Mm-hmm. 
and I and you're back. I, I, I stayed in the worst hotel I've ever. St- well, second worst hotel I've ever stayed in. Was it a Motel Six? Uh, no. Hmm. It was was in, it a Ramada? It was in Bumfuck, Arkansas. Was the town name? And uh, it was, was it a, the Rosebud? It was a Comfort Inn, Jason. Oh, were you comfortable? No, not at all. So, like, uh, I generally don't complain about hotels and stuff, like, whatever. But this one was extra bad. Like, there were, like, beer bottle caps and, like, crumbs on the floor where they obviously hadn't vacuumed. There was, like, hair and, like, a hair tie in the corner of the bathroom, like, dust and stuff, like, where they obviously Mm -hmm. have not cleaned. And, like, maybe she just thinks, well, I'll just clean the important areas. I hope she's thought this, like, the toilet... And the sink, because those weren't necessarily dirty. The sheets looked clean enough. I don't know. I just, and then it was um, like the blackout curtains wouldn't close. And there was this Mm -hmm. really, really bright light shining right into our room. Um, It was just really dumb. Um, And then like as we're leaving, oh, well, first of all, we went to get a uh, carry out at this Mexican place. It was kind of like you could walk to it and we had been in the car forever. So didn't feel like driving. So we went in there and it was New Year's Eve and it was completely packed full of Arkansasians. Mm-hmm. And um, Arkansasians. Yeah. And none of them wearing masks. And I was so uncomfortable. Even the staff inside wasn't wearing masks. It was just so bad. It was so uncomfortable. And then as we're leaving, the maid who was, or the housekeeper who was cleaning the room, uh, she wasn't wearing a fucking mask. So, ugh, we got out of there as soon as we could. Um, But we're back now, and as far as I know, we haven't gotten COVID yet, so that's nice. Also, we'll we'll do an update to that story. Yeah, update, update. (laughs) 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 One, if I wake up one morning, (laughs) oh God, here it comes. But I, uh, oh, so I've been watching this. Every once in a while, this guy comes up. uh, I don't know what his name is. And I just tried to Google him and I couldn't find him. Um, So you can tell I've done my research. He does like special effects for TV shows and movies. Uh And one of the things that I saw that he does is um, uh, they, not special effects, props. That's what, that's probably why I couldn't find him. Props. He's a props guy. Um, They're paper bags they use in movies and stuff. They're not real paper. Uh They're made out of like a rubber. Interesting. And they don't make noise. Mm. And that's why they're made out of rubber. And what made me think of it today is this noisy ass ice. They have, uh, they have special ice that they make for it that looks like ice that's not cold that'll just sit in the glass and it also doesn't make noise. Nice, nice. So you... Well... Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, no, I'll tell you. No, I was going to do a bad joke, so... Oh, well, do it. It'll be worth the wait say, now. You really got to give him props. Mm, that's the thing. He does all these uh, awesome puns at the end of the videos. He, like... um he he said like at the end of the last one he goes I see why you would think that I see yeah, mm, yeah. I get it now. it blew right over my head <laughs> nice so anyway that's it for me good night <laughs> and this hour has been seven minutes <laughs> but so if you have any uh, comments or suggestions on how to get my eyes to be quieter um you can email in. <laughs> to thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or tweet us at thehourpod. You know, you should have done uh, some Instagram as you're cooking on, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I didn't. I was too busy. So it sounds weird that the, the class went at a slow pace for me, and I don't know if it's just because of the technical problems they were having or the, like, the 60-year-old rich... Incessantly stupid questions they were asking all the time. The, yeah, the 60-year-old rich white people that were on there asking dumb questions and giving their dumb advice. I've heard that if you shut off your own video, everyone else's video will go faster. That's not how Zoom works. <laughs> uh, this recipe called for water. All I have is ice. Can I use that but just wait? <laughs> she, so there's one lady that... She was like, okay, separate your egg. So first of all, she gave us this whole course about knife, like how to do, not course, but you know, the whole thing about knife safety or whatever. But then she's yeah. like, and then separate your egg whites, DDD, and then was done with it. So I thought maybe she should have given us a couple of techniques on how to separate yeah, egg whites. Yeah. Separate. And the one girl was like, uh, I can't. <laughs> she, she goes, I can't and I won't. <laughs> she's like, that whole egg is going in, okay? Right, right. <laughs> Did no one teach them the water bottle trick? Come on. Come on. 
You could have you could have Instagrammed it all. I could have, but I didn't. But I what I did you do know, a few times we pinned your video so we could watch you. It was just like Instagram. Oh, gross. So I noticed a but couple then I times. I texted you and I said, "I'm watching you right now." And then I immediately turned my video off because I noticed <laughs> a couple of times um, when I was just standing there waiting for things to happen, you only my gut was protruding into the screen and nothing else. <laughs> my gut was like, "Feed me." <laughs> Oh, but I was going to say, uh, you know the sauce we made for the dumplings? Um, yeah, yeah. I marinated some chicken in that. Oh, yeah? And broiled it today. Mm-hmm. So good. It's so nice. Nice. So the night, uh, the class didn't end until like 11, like 11, 10. She was late, yeah. yeah. It was like much later than expected because they're like, this class should take an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> Unless <laughs> it's it full of like, dumbasses. Yeah, it took like two and a half. Um <laughs> And so, like, we were just, like, ready for bed, and so we didn't even cook all of our filling. We right. just did a few, put it in the fridge, didn't even make the sauce, shoved them in our face, and we're like, oh, that's good. Uh, our shrimp was a little too salty because mm. our shrimp just tends to be salty, and so we probably shouldn't have added any salt, but we didn't think about it. Um, and so then the next day, we, we cooked the rest of our dumplings, and then we made a second batch with chicken in it because oh. our oldest daughter does not like shrimp. Mm-hmm. And so we made some chicken. So we made that for dinner. We had like uh, we had rice, and I got my wife some of those like uh, rice bowls that you get from like Benihana. Oh like yeah, the little cute rice bowls. Uh, so we had rice and some steamed broccoli that we put in the top of our rice steamer with the dumplings underneath, uh, and then a bunch of the dumplings. Yeah. Uh, so, and one thing, uh, no one listening cares, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you pan fry the the mushroom ones yeah and then she had you put some water in to steam them yeah uh, we found that ours got soggy that way oh uh, so what we did on the second day was we pan fried them and then we just put them in the steamer itself yeah it's interesting just, that she they did it like that yeah it, it definitely was not soggy it was much crispier mm. uh, and it got like the whole steaming process in there so like it worked much better because then we could start cooking the next batch while we're steaming some and then like we just kept moving them through and it was very very helpful yeah the two things that i i would say that i learned in the class which makes it all worth it was uh who would have thought peeling ginger with a fucking spoon would work bro (laughs) i'm either like cutting it off or trying to peel it off with a peeler but she's like peeling it with the spoon you can get in all the little spots and stuff it was amazing Mm -hmm. the other thing was using the cabbage on the bottom of the steamer to to stop the dumplings from sticking to your steamer oh Mm -hmm. genius i say Jane, it works pretty well. Pretty yeah. well. Pretty well. Uh, well, we have some updates. Hooray. Uh, so in episode 17, Ooh. almost two years ago, <laughs> uh, in episode 17, I vote for Emu Donkey Love. Uh, we discussed a rocky cigar-shaped object called Umaumu. Oh. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Uamaumau? Mua? Uamuamua? Yeah, a third one, I think, yeah. I choose the third one. Uh, That came from outside the solar system. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. That came in. Uh, So, you know, what's crazy. I don't remember anything. But for some reason, I remembered a cigar-shaped object (laughs) flying in from outer space. I I feel like there was a lot of, like, Bill Clinton cigar jokes. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about uh, that story. And this month, uh, Avi Loeb, the chairman of Harvard's astronomy department, uh, he has a book coming out that's being published this month. And it says that it is the first sign of intelligent life outside Earth. Oh. Uh, Lowell believes that the object was a bit of space junk, uh, saying, There was only one conceivable explanation. The object was a piece of advanced technology created by a distant alien civilization. Hmm. I feel like that's not the only conceivable explanation. So right. let's tone it down a bit. Uh <laughs> Incidentally, Publishers Weekly called the book a contentious manifesto. Oh. So there you go. High praise from Publishers Weekly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so if you're interested in that, you can pick up the book by Avi Loeb about right. that. But first, please listen to episode 17. Yes. I vote for we Emu Donkey Love. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole thing about emus and donkeys falling in love. <laughs> they were they were really good pals, if I remember correctly. They were. Yeah, they were hetero life mates. Oh, I wonder if they're still together after all these I years. Know. I heard the emu might have ran away with a llama. Oh, that's yeah. a real shame. And the donkey yeah, might have ran face. away with a 
an ostrich. Yes. And the dish ran away with a spoon. <laughs> so. Uh, another update in hey. episode 126. 126. Patsy and Pussy Taboo. This is very uh, recent. We, it is. We yeah. talked about the Belgian nursing home infected by COVID Santa. No. Oh. So Santa came. Uh, infected a bunch of people. Well, unfortunately, 26 residents have died as a result. Oh. And an additional 85 have tested positive, as well as 40 staff members. Well, you know, some people would say, eh, they were old. It was their time anyway. And other people would say those that, that Santa should have stayed the fuck home. Right. Other people were like, that's uh, my grandma. No inquiry has been launched in the absence of a formal complaint, regional health spokesman Joris Moonins uh, said, and there's no suggestion the volunteer knew he was infected when he came in ho-ho-ho'd on all those grandmas. You know, there's no formal complaint because everyone who would have complained died. I, and I'm sure there's lots of formal complaints going on in a nursing home. <laughs> I wanted to watch Wheel! <laughs> I want to watch entertainment tonight. They won't let me my cook friend. my popcorn. <laughs> uh, incidentally, Belgium has one of the highest per capita coronavirus death tolls in the world. Mm. Uh, and more than half of the deceased 11,000 people, uh, so Belgium has lost 11,000 people, uh, were retirement home residents. Oh, do they have a lot of people in retirement homes Homes, then, I guess? Uh, I think uh, Belgium is an aging population. Yeah. Uh, Incidentally, 11,000 uh, dead people of COVID is just what we call the last five days. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so, yes, those are our updates for previous stories. Uh, we also have some corrections or clarifications. Uh, in episode 119, In Memoriam, we were talking about the pool smell. Uh, and, Jeff, you said that it was actually caused by pee, which is partially true. Uh, while pee is part of it, it's also a result of chloramines which is a mixture of chlorine with in addition to pee perspiration oils and of course the urine in pools right so it's not only the pee it's the other stuff that we have to but what what makes up the majority of the things that we exit our body it's pee so you also claim that the average pool has 10 gallons of pee uh which is close the university of alberta did a study, and they determined that in a community pool that was 110,000 gallons, there was 7.92 gallons of pee. Uh, but larger pools, 220,000 gallon pools, had almost 20 pound, or twenty gallons of pee in them. Uh -huh. 20 gallons of pee. That's a lot. That's Why is so this a correction? I was right about there being pee in the it's fucking water. Well, you said 10 gallons, and most pools, it's lower than 10 or higher than 10. So it's not necessarily a correction. It's more of a clarification. You're like my kid. I'll, <laughs> I'll say, she'll say, what time is it? I'll be like, oh, it's 930. And she'll be like, it's 928. I'm like, first of all. Hey, hey, we at the hour work at being accurate. <laughs> right. First of all, if you know how to tell time yourself, don't ask me. Second of all, I'm estimating, bro. Uh, incidentally, hot tubs also have lots of pee in them. Oh, good. They didn't say exactly how much, but they did say that it's 570 times more than in tap water. How much pee is in our tap water? Oh, no. <laughs> I could not find a number. Uh, we'll divide how much is in hot tubs and divide that by 570. Well, they didn't tell us exactly how much it's, was in hot tubs. It's not they a non-zero number. times four. Oh. <laughs> uh. So there we go. Wow. Uh, also, in episode 119, In Memoriam, we asked if Things Remembered was still a store in business, and it turns out, yes, they are. In fact, there are 16 Things Remembered stores within a 200-mile radius, including the one at Briarwood. Good, because my boss need, needs a golf-themed paperweight with her name on it. <laughs> hey, I need a, tool, I, I need a, uh, a container that's engraved for baby teeth. <laughs> That, that gave me chills. <laughs> Have you seen those dolls where, like, you use them to keep, or they use baby teeth for, like, their teeth? Ooh, no. They're so creepy. Oh. Disgusting. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, anyway. Speaking of baby teeth. See, this is what we get 
this is this next story. This is what we get for preparing stories a couple of days in advance. Because I know, right? This right. is not the biggest story that Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi are involved in right now, obviously. But, ah, you have updated it. Thank you. Soon to be Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's home in Louisville has been vandalized, according to a reporter with WDRB. The vandalism is contained to the front porch area. Incidentally, the People's House of Representatives was also vandalized today. Uh, yes, it was. I heard, I heard some windows were broken. They they were indeed, and, and things stolen. Someone heard, made off with Nancy Pelosi's like uh, podium. The one guy was sitting at her desk with his feet up. She didn't see that guy mm-hmm. with his mask off. Like, let's let's identify these people. You know, when when the federal building in Portland was uh, vandalized, Trump on Twitter said that they should all get at least ten years in prison. So, yeah. yeah, indeed. Uh, vandalism is reprehensible and there's no place in our politics for acts like this said Republican Party of Kentucky spokesman Mike Lonergan (laughs) Kentuckians deserve better and Democrats should join us in condemning this act of violence dude I'm you have unleashed this nonsense so right and don't, don't try to call us on this one. Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home was also hit. So here's the thing. I saw the pictures of this and I was like, there is no way this is Mitch McConnell's house. Why? Like, this is the house that Mitch McConnell has his his like servants live in. Oh, OK. Is it like modest? Oh, yeah. Very. It's probably very. his third or fourth home. Yeah. Or like the back porch of it or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's. Yeah, they call it, it the front porch area. Like yeah, it does not look like his, you know, multi- he's worth millions of dollars, and it looks smaller than my house. Much so. to his wife's dismay, Mitch still can't tell the difference between a front porch and a back porch. <laughs> but he'll come in either one. Uh, the, the vandalism took place on New Year's Day. Officers were called to the scene. They found graffiti painted on the garage door and a pig's head in the driveway. This is the Nancy Pelosi's hideway uh, house in San Francisco. The, the pig's head thing... It seems very 1800s to me. Maybe they were making pig's head stew. Maybe they were, but it seems like it's it's like, first of all, where do you go to get a pig's head? I assume the butcher, but would they sell it to you? Yeah. Well, if not, maybe the baker and the candlestick maker can uh, help talk to him. (laughs) I think they were just mad that um, somebody asked him to pay $20 for a loaf of sourdough in San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very sour puss. (laughs) It's a very old person joke for me, but I, I was not about to wait. I, the last time, well, the only time I was in San Francisco, I'm trying to think, have I been there twice? Anyway, um, I when, we were like, oh, you got to go get the sourdough. You got to go sourdough bread. So we there was this popular one along the wharf, you know. Line was out the door, down the block. And the did prices, they cut it with a bat left? <laughs> I wish. I just assumed since it was on the wharf. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Okay, Jin's kicking in. Uh, The graffiti referenced (laughs) $2,000 COVID-19 relief payments and canceling rents. I I believe it says, where's our money, Mitch, or something like that. Um, The vandalism has been covered with garbage bags, and the pig's head was taken away, I assume, to feed uh, Mitch McConnell. (laughs) Are turtles carnivorous? Uh, Yeah, they can be. Okay, okay. You never told me about oh, the. I don't think you finished that uh, sourdough story. You just got some sourdough and it was. No, we, I didn't get it. Oh, you it was, didn't get it? No. Because it was on the wharf and he scared you with, your, with his bat left. Exactly. And also, he was a traitor to the, yeah. to the empire, so, you know, I turned my back <laughs> on him. Oh, that sounds like some people I heard in uh, DC today. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't like sourdough. No. No, not a fan. Mm, it's pretty sour. Yeah. I also don't like rye. Okay. Not a fan. Hmm. Curses me out. It, it, I think different breads have different purposes, and I think uh, they both have their purpose, and when used correctly, they're good, but if you're just going to eat it, it's gross. I can't think of a good purpose for rye. Um, hello? Hello, the patty melt. Nope. That sounds horrible. Or a corned beef you know why? sandwich. Why? That sounds horrible, too, uh, because there's rye on it. 
What if it was on sourdough? Would that make it better? I would. I would. So I will eat some things with sourdough. I don't love it, uh, but for example, uh, Zingerman's Roadhouse occasionally has this uh, uh, sandwich where they they take uh, it's like grilled chicken and some cheese and then some like green chili avocado stuff, uh, and then they put it on sourdough and grill it. I'm in. Ooh, that motherfucker is so good. That sounds great. Oh, it's so good. It's spicy and. Mm. Delicious. You know, what, you like know what's that. really gross is sourdough French toast. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I think they had that at uh, Cracker Barrel, White People Barrel, for a long time, <laughs> and it was disgusting. Yeah, they don't like being called crackers. No. <laughs> um, well, speaking of crackers. Yeah. Uh, no, actually not. <laughs> solid, solid uh, um, PowerPoint solid operation here. <laughs> A nurse has been suspended after having sex with a COVID-19 patient in the toilet of a hospital in Indonesia. Yeah, how do they fit in the toilet? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they have uh, toilets where it's just a hole in the floor. In Indi- Indonesia, they probably do. The man who tested positive for the novel coronavirus in Jakarta had sex with a nurse in the toilet of the hospital and shared details about it on social media. This reminds me... I'm sorry. It's, this reminds me of all the people that are on social media co- committing crimes and then bragging about it on Facebook. That's all. Uh, the people at the Capitol, I mean, you know. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Uh, the man and the nurse that were at? Yeah. The man and the nurse were both questioned after his particular post went viral on social media. Both admitted that they had met to have sex in the toilet. The nurse, in fact, stripped off his PPE suit before the act. Ah, so they definitely went viral in so many ways. Uh, So is Indonesia one of those countries where homosexuality is illegal? Oh, were these two men? They were. The nurse was a man. Oh, uh, the, I feel the like patient was also a man. Mm, is Indonesia one of those places where it was just decriminalized? Uh, I feel like no, since I'm pretty sure the president of Indonesia is the guy who throws people out of helicopters. That's right. Okay, so maybe not. What is uh, it? What's his name? Uh, crap! All I can think of is the president of uh, Brazil. Bolsonaro. Yeah, no, it's not him. Yeah, it's not him. It's uh, yeah, Darno we'll, or something we'll issue like a that. correction later. We'll issue a correction in a couple of years. It'll be fine. <laughs> So it's funny because my 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 nickname for condoms is PPE suit. So you what? My, my nickname for uh, condoms, condoms, PPE uh-huh. suit. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. All right. I'm never. Uh, sorry, sorry. I was I was looking for the instant correction. No, I'm thinking of a different country because uh, the president of Indonesia is Joko Widodo. <laughs> This podcast is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it took you 129 episodes to find that out. <laughs> so due to conditions and health protocol rules, the nurse has been in contact with a COVID-19 patient, so is undergoing isolation for some time. And Lieutenant Colonel R. Herwin B.S., head of the information at the Regional Military Command, said that both the patient and the nurse were arrested. So maybe... Okay. Well, maybe they'll um, uh, voluntarily jump out of the out of a building, like in Russia. Uh, <laughs> he just fell on the knife <laughs> over and over again. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So we've got an insurrection going on in the Capitol. We've got a, a worldwide pandemic going on. So let's answer questions about cats and dogs. That sounds good. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, Jeff, my dog supposedly bit someone. Is this a scam? <laughs> supposedly? <laughs> well, do they have a bite mark on them that looks like a dog bit them? I don't think it's a scam, but of course everything could be a scam. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been his girlfriend. I heard she's a real bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, can you feed your dog anything, for example, only rice? 
Uh, I've never tried, for example, only rice. Mm. So, so maybe not. I've heard it's a Jeff, good brand. Will, <laughs> will I be charged canceling a vet appointment? You know, I had this similar thought. I I think so, but I don't I don't know because you're charged. It probably depends on your vet. Depends on the vet. Maybe you should call them and ask. Yeah, if you go to Doctor Dusha McGee, probably right. Uh, Jason, should sterilization of female dogs be prioritized over the male dogs or any other factors to consider? Question no, mark? you want to make sure all dogs are clean. Jeff, should I get a dog stroller or a dog purse? <laughs> oh, no. Get a dog purse because you can take it on a plane. Jason, how to get my boyfriend on board with new dogs' sleeping arrangements? <laughs> uh... I don't know, bunk beds maybe? <laughs> Jeff, do you have a dog? If so, what kind? Yeah, I've got two mutts. Um, one is an Australian Shepherd mix, and the other one is a weird-looking animal. Oh, I, I, I may have told you this told this story on the podcast, but uh, I was out in, in somewhere, and my dogs were both off-leash because it was a way out in the mm-hmm. country. And so Eva comes from, Eva the big one, the Australian Shepherd mix, comes running up to this lady with a dog. And she's like, oh, and she's petting her and stuff. And then little Callie comes up. And the lady goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so So uh, speaking of I Jason. Always thought that she, I always thought she looked like a Civil War general. <laughs> she kind of choppy kind of things going on. She does. Speaking of that, Jason, what's wrong with my dog? Uh, it looks like a Civil War general. <laughs> Jeff, is there such a thing as dry? Is there, is there such a thing as dry dog food that is excellent quality and tastes good? You know, I've dry dogged it a few times, and I thought the quality was fantastic. Did Jason, you taste it before or after? <laughs> a little bit of both, buddy. A little bit of both. Um, Jason, what can happen if my dog eats BBQ sauce? He is 3.5 pounds. Well, how much BBQ sauce is he eating? Like, well, do you just put a straw in and suck down the whole thing? The dog used to be half a pound. Oh, well. Either way, make sure that you get him some little wet wipes so you can clean the sauce. <laughs> as long as there's a sweet baby Ray's, it's fine. Jeff, my boyfriend is buying a dog. Okay. Um, and? Jason, why do birds fly? Uh, for the frequent flyer miles. <laughs> Free upgrades. <laughs> Jeff, do you have a cat? Uh, no, question mark, I, space question mark? I don't have a cat. Jason, there is vaginal blood to my pregnant dog. To, I mean, to clarify, right underneath that, it says there is a vaginal blood to my pregnant dog, just to clarify. Jeff, how do I feed my 11-week-old puppy? Um, well, you got to get them puppy food. And when you get them puppy food, you put their face in it, and then they eat it, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Jason, my dog bit me. What do I do with it? Bite it back. <laughs> Jeff, how do you know if a dog is going to die soon? Oh, well, they start looking like both of mine. Just a little <laughs> old, a little long in the tooth, so to speak. Gray muzzles, you know, they start limping around all the time. Got these weird bumps on them, you know. Yeah. Um, also, they... a big clue is if you put them in a Belgian nursing home. Lindsay Stevens, 33, mm-hmm. of Moselle is accused of stabbing her sleeping husband after she had a dream that her husband had been cheating, said Detective Abraham McKenzie of the Jones County Sheriff's Department in Mississippi. Stevens was charged with domestic aggravated assault, according to Jones County online booking records, and her bail was set at $10,000. So, I've heard of this before. A woman goes to sleep. She has a dream that her husband does something wrong. She wakes up and she's mad at him, and she won't tell him why. This is what I've heard. Now, I don't know if this is true, if this is just a trope, but if this is real, um, then that's a little crazy, I'd say. I've, I've had dreams where I've woken up and thought, ugh, I don't know. Like last night I was having a dream, um, and for some reason I really needed to text my friend Megan after the dream. Uh, no, not after the dream. Like during the dream I thought, oh, I need to text Megan, and then I woke up, but then I still thought, I need to text Megan. Like I still had this feeling that I needed to. Um, but texting a friend is a lot different than stabbing your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Like you wake up and you like, I'm going to go to the kitchen. I'm going to stab him. Like, 
At that oh. point, you've, you've been awake enough, right? Wait, you don't have your bed knife under your pillow? No, 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 no. Just in a, case? I, I have a bed machete. <laughs> I keep it in my pants. Oh. <laughs> uh, Steven said that she had a dream that her husband was messing around. So she went to the kitchen and grabbed a knife and attacked him, stabbing him multiple times in the back, the newspaper reported. Oh, in the back. Nice. So the man Stab suffered... Him in the back. The man suffered four to seven stab wounds and underwent surgery and is expected to recover. How do we not know how many? Uh, they lost count. It is Mississippi, after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they knew it was definitely four, but, you know, the guy had to take, you know, his hand was full, so he couldn't use the other. He wasn't sure exactly how many he counted. Because he only has four fingers on one hand as the doctor. Well, I thought it might have been seven, but I don't know. Tree. <laughs> that was the doctor. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very good. And I gave him like I don't know, like fifteen stitches. I, I had my shoes on. I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, it was at least uh, twenty-one. You know, I, I tried to count it on the possum's hand, but he was sleeping. <laughs> on He's all right. You just leave him alone. Put him over there. Give, I give him some junior. He's all right. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful, I said. Mama, Mama always tries to sweep him off with a broom. Uh, oh, I was like, no, he's a possum. Oh. Possums are great animals. You know that? They're sure. great animals. They eat ticks and other bugs. That's and, fantastic. And they're immune to Lyme disease. Speaking of, um, you know, animals that are cool. Ins- uh-huh. Inspired by the color-changing skin of cuttlefish, octopuses, and squids... Rutgers engineers have created a 3D-printed smart gel that changes shape when exposed to light. Oh. Uh, The gels become artificial muscles and may lead to new military camouflage, soft robotics, and flexible displays. Look, the first first time I'm watching porn and my phone turns into a giant titty, I'm throwing it in the garbage. (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to just, like, rub all over it or something? No. Because I did get the uh, the iPhone 12 Max Plus or whatever it's called these days. Yeah, yeah. it's a double D. Well, on that one you can turn down the cold settings, so <laughs> make it a tidbit more nipply. Oh, interesting. Uh, their invention is modeled after the amazing abilities of cephalopods, such as cuttlefish, octopuses, and squid, as we said, uh, to change color and texture of their soft skin for camouflage and communication. This is a lot like the um, the. Some of the displays on Star Trek Discovery that are all like... Oh, yeah, the the future displays? Yeah. They, like, jump up and do things, apparently. <laughs> right. They jump up and do things. That's what they do. So this is uh, not that, but this, the um, amazing abil- ability of cephalopods, is achieved by the thousands of color-changing cells called chromat- chromatophores in their skin. So senior author Hoan Lee, an assistant professor in the Department of Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering in the School of Engineering at Rutgers University. Wow, what a title. Jesus. I know, right? That's going to have like three lines on the the business card. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, He said, oh, research. Wait, no, New Brunswick. That's Canada. Our research supports a new engineering approach featuring camouflage that can be added to soft materials and create flexible, colorful displays, eh? I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe it's the future. I mean, I don't know. Like, what, you're going to have a phone that you fold up or something? No, you wad it up. You just wad it up? They have folding phones now, but you can wad it, yeah. What, what, like a a squirrel? Yeah, like a wad of squirrels. A wad of cuttlefish. I need it neatly folded when I put it in my pocket. So then neatly fold it. You don't have to wad. Well, you tell me you have to wad. I didn't say you have to wad. I said you could wad it. Well, I don't want to wad. No one's going to force you to wad. (laughs) No one's going to force my wad? All right, fine. Jesus. No, no one's forcing anyone to wad. Well, speaking of forced wads, (laughs) uh, police were called into action when a flock of chickens started wreaking havoc at a McDonald's in New Jersey, Washington. I'll bet they... uh, they shorted them on the McNuggets. <laughs> they were very hungry. <laughs> I ordered the tin piece, bro. <laughs> Washington Township Police received a 911 call, uh, probably from a chicken, around noon on Tuesday 
for a flock of chickens attacking drive-thru customers in McDonald's parking lot on Route 31 South. So what this, I want is a reboot of Rescue 911 and William Shatner to tell us about the story. <laughs> a flock of chickens attack drive through customers at a McDonald's. Only one survived. So this really, the, the most surprising thing about this story is that it's in New Jersey. And not anywhere yeah. in the nation's heartland, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's where you usually find chickens. Yeah, and animal attacks and stuff. So Warren County Animal Control Officer Robbie Laganera responded to the 911 call by himself, apparently. And How was many able ones was that? Huh? Did you say 911? I think so. <laughs> I said it's two like there ones. There's too many ones on that. Nine and then double one. Nine two ones. Nine two ones? Nine double I one. I don't think that's the right number. Uh, he responded to the 911 call and was able to tackle one chicken. <laughs> I got one. Actually, no, it's New Jersey. Hey, I got one. I got man. one. I got the fucking chicken over here. Yeah, fuck you, chicken. And he was able to chase a second, a second chicken. Throw it to your mother for me. And capture it with a net. Yeah, I found this fucking net. It was pretty awesome, man. The chicken was as quoted as saying, "Man, fuck the police." <laughs> Officials say the chickens are safe and will remain at Warren County Animal Control for seven days and then <laughs> be put up for adoption if the owners do not come forward. I like, yeah. I like how we have, if, if there's a chicken on the loose, you got to save its life. But if it's, if it's been cooped up, literally cooped up with a million of its other chicken brothers and sisters, off with their heads. Well, to be fair, if, uh, if it's not... The owner isn't found and it's put up for adoption. I've heard McDonald's is interested. <laughs> you could probably get at least 20 Mc, uh, chicken McChickens. What the fuck did I just say? I said 20 <laughs> McChickens. Mc, McChickens. Chicken McChickens, I said. Oh, my gosh. I like a good chicken McChicken. Those are good. You know, uh, I like the last line in this article. I put it on here. It says, no word on whether the chicken angry about mcdonald's plans to roll out new chicken sandwiches oh nice nice yes because apparently the capital was not the only place chickens were attacking this week <laughs> boom got him got him hey have you heard that uh vitamin d um uh helps to um helps if you get infected with covid have you heard that uh i have not so i've got some vitamin d3 here uh 5000 i use you know how much is an IU? Um, I have no idea. I think it's all bullshit, but, you know, uh, what could it hurt you know, at this point, you know? This is true. This is true. I mean, well, it, you could it, also get some McChickens or the new chicken sandwich. They're going to have a spicy chicken sandwich. They have a spicy McChicken already, don't they? Well, not a spicy McChicken, a spicy chicken. Oh, well, it's going to be $8 and I'm not buying that. Well, it might be good. I'm not paying $8 for a sandwich at McDonald's. That's not what McDonald's is. I will pay, pay $1 for a McChicken, and then you'll go to Wendy's and pay $8 for a for a spicy chicken sandwich, and they're going to put a fucking piece of cheese on it for some goddamn reason. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I just saw that um, uh, Ma Lu's has a new chicken sandwich. It's got the onion petals are on it with some bacon. Mm. That is a, a $13 sandwich that I'll pay for every time. I, I just had some Ma Lu's earlier this week. Oh. I got the spicy chicken. It was very spicy. We should reach out to them and see if they'll sponsor us because we talk about them all the time. <laughs> They're so good. I was so disappointed that you told me that they had like a special uh, sandwich for Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one the, I, with the onion the, the petals. The day that I ordered from them. Yeah. After I ordered, you sent me that. And I was like, I just ate them. It's not my fault you don't follow them. I love Malu's and I love Cobra Kai. It's not my fault you don't follow them on Instagram. Sorry. This is true. Well, Jason, what did we learn on today's um, kind of short episode? Is it? Yeah. Well, we learned that some chickens are uh, fighting people in a McDonald's parking lot in New Jersey, of course, because if a chicken's going to fight someone in a McDonald's parking lot, it's going to be in a McDonald's in New Jersey, right? Naturally, yeah, yeah. I'm sure all the chickens were wearing like gold chains <laughs> and wife beaters. Yeah, and have had big, uh, big hair on the top, big tall hair. Big tall hair. Yeah. What do they call those? Not a waddle. What's the thing on the top? Uh, isn't it a waddle? This is a waddle on the bottom, but on the top, what is it? It doesn't uh, matter. A toddle. 
we also learned that um, they have like you know probably squishy boobs for your phone eventually. That'll be cool. <laughs> yes. Turn down the cold setting. Uh, we learned that uh, if you stab your husband, you're going to go to jail. Yeah, probably. We le- we learned that there are gay nurses in um, the Phil- no, not the Philippines, Indonesia, and also jail. <laughs> and we learned that someone left a pig's head at Mitch McConnell's house, uh, possibly for dinner. Mm. Strike that. Reverse it. No, the pig's head was at Nancy Pelosi's house. I thought they said the pig's head was at Mitch McConnell's house. Someone should correct us, but it's not going to be us. Maybe in like 15 episodes when I finally listen to this one. (laughs) That would be good, but guess what, Jason? What? This hour's been 56 minutes. Whoa! I know. Under an hour? Ooh. We're cheating people. So, it is the new year. It is 2021. Six days, almost a weekend. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, how is how are your New Year's resolutions going? Uh, well, today they're not going great uh, because some of the things that I usually do, I haven't done because I've just been, you know, watching the news since 2 p.m. Sure. Uh, so, I've been doing a thing. I don't know. You might have seen it. Uh, yeah, you've seen it on uh, Instagram. Uh, where I used to like drawing, and so I want to just draw more, and I never make time to do it. And yeah. so I'm trying to do one a doodle every day, and I post it on Instagram to try and you know force myself into doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, and and I've done some uh, some requests, so some people have given me some suggestions on on what to draw, and so I've been posting that. Uh, and given the fact that it's not that late, I might still get my my drawing in today. We'll see. Well, because the show was so short. You're welcome. By the way, the show was pretty short. Very short. I guess that's what a attempted coup by fascists does. That'll get you. Shortens our show. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing. Um, uh, I've been doing like a thirty day fitness challenge thing. Okay. That I I printed and every day. There's a different activity or set of activities I have to do. So I've been doing that. So, so far, so good, I guess. Yeah. I'm, that's, I'm, that's good. So, well, not all good because I also was doing a social media 30-day challenge where I just cut social media out. Oh. Well. Minus Instagram because I post my pictures. Uh, but I don't like – I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. I've, I only follow people I know for the most part. Right. Uh, and since people don't post that much, I can get through it in like five minutes. So it's not like a big time suck or anything. Um, I forgot what I was saying before that. I, I derailed myself. <laughs> you were gonna, uh, oh, oh, I was doing a social media thing, and then I I, I broke it last night for the uh, the Georgia election. Yeah. Uh, and then of course today, the the coup attempt also has, you know, I've been scrolling Twitter all day uh, to see what's going on because it's insane. But how it's about you? I know insane. you don't usually make any, so I'm sure yours are going great. I usually don't, and I don't have any this year. However, um, when I got back to work um, on Monday, I realized that I am <clears throat> missing the benefit of going into the office in that there is a set schedule when I go into the office. So I go in, let's say I have a meeting, a morning meeting at 8.30, and then I might, after my morning meeting, I might go grab some coffee, use the bathroom, whatever, and come back to my desk and do some work. And then, you know, I kind of would get into a routine. And I've not mm-hmm. gotten into the routine in the last, you know, 10 or so months working from home. So I printed out a thing, and um, it's my little routine now. So it's got steps. I've got 14 steps in a day. They've got general timelines around when I should do the things, but um, like I, I need to wake up, but I need to. Um, I've been drinking a big glass of water in the morning, and uh, mm-hmm. I walk the dogs every morning now outside. I, like I used to just let them out of the back door, um, but now I'm actually walking them outside and, um, you know, stretching and drinking more water and having small snacks and stuff. And I think that'll my my mind and body will benefit from having that sort of like. Schedule. It's not funny. It's not meant for podcasts necessarily, but I like it. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, that's good. So I guess things are going well so far. Day six. Yeah, day six. So far, so good. I've, uh, well, um, yeah. 
Now that we've stalled okay, time. Let's, let's eat a whole cheesecake now. Let's do it. Now that we've stalled time until it's actually an hour, let's go. All right. Okay. Um, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>